Welcome to the God Focused Podcast. And today we are talking about the Holy Spirit. My name is Awesome Angie, honoring the awesomeness in all of you. And we have a crew on the phone today. We've got Kevin, Laura, Yolanda, Tiffany, MJ, Bill, myself, and we are all going to share what the Holy Spirit means to each of us. I love the viewpoints. Everyone comes from a different place on, on you know, what the Holy Spirit means to them. And um, I love hearing these kind of stories. So um, we are going to start this off with um, Kevin. Start us off with this beautiful topic of the Holy Spirit and what that means to you. Good morning. And uh, thanks, Ange. Uh, the... Uh, Holy Spirit to me is, um, it's the third person of, of God. Uh, there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, so the Holy Spirit is a person. Uh, this person is active in our lives when we uh, proclaim Christ as our Savior. Uh, he is active in the way that he, well, exactly a couple of things. Um, one thing I was reading this morning is, is that he is, he's kind of like a, a, like a little teaser from what heaven's like, uh, which is, which was a neat idea, uh, that, uh, you know, that the Holy spirit is God. And so when we feel the Holy spirit, we're actually feeling a little bit of heaven. Uh, the, uh, I think the way that I recognize the Holy spirit in my life is, <laughs> Uh, more and more, um, I have become more self-aware, I think, aware of my feelings and thoughts. Um, and, and I think the Holy Spirit is active in helping me see things, helping me see, you know, uh, kind of God's plan for my life, uh, the purpose that he has put me on earth for. Uh, and, um, and really, uh, he's uh, helping me also clarify you know, when I kind of deviate from the path, so to speak. Uh, and uh, uh, what really got me interested in this topic uh, a few months back was, was this whole idea of a path, uh, this whole idea that we, you know, that we're here in the here and the now in the very moment of time. And, um, and I believe that the Holy Spirit is here active with us, right, right in the present moment. Uh, he is and he's he's trying to uh, illuminate illuminate uh, God in our lives, illuminate uh, our own selves to ourselves, so that we can be aware of you know this. These are things that are sinful. These are things that are are keeping you separate from God. Uh, you know, here is a here is a. Uh, 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 a breadcrumb, you know, it's, that's the term, you know, that we've been using, uh, over here is this idea that is that, that the Holy spirit puts a breadcrumb in front of you. And, and there's another one and another one, another one, you don't see them all. Um, but you see the one that's right in front of you. And, and if you have the courage and the wisdom to, you know, to kind of pick it up and, uh, follow the lead of the Holy spirit, that you're, you start moving, you start getting momentum in your life and you start going in a certain direction. Um, you know, uh, another term we've been using here is leveling up, you know, this idea that 
sometimes the the breadcrumbs lead you to a a place that you're like, ooh, this is ugly. It's bad. Um, it's difficult. It's challenging. You know, it's uh, potentially you know life changing though, and uh, and so the Holy Spirit encourages us uh, to kind of move through that, move through those difficult times, and 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 confront them. And not hide from them, not avoid them, but but really try to really try to be honest with ourselves, um, be honest about what is being spoken to us. And and then we uh, and then if we follow through, we follow through with with the guidance, um, then we come out, you know, a, a level up. We, you know, we come out closer to God. We come out more mature as a Christian. So there's a lot there's a lot to the Holy Spirit, but um, that's. I'll, I'll, I can, you know, talk forever. So I'll stop and let, let Laura talk here and then, uh, let everyone else talk. Okay. Um, okay. So what I'm going to say overlays a lot of what Kevin said, but, um, but there's some difference for sure in how I experience and understand the Holy spirit. And then I just want to say, um, earlier, Bill talked about feeling compulsed, you know, or impulse to, to do certain things as you know, being guided by, and then Angie, you talked about, let's just be in our hearts. That's where the truth is. So, um, the only way I can really talk about the Holy spirit, cause we're always all learning and we don't totally know, but, um, first of all, I, th- I feel like the Holy spirit is God animating through us. So I just think it's a, it's a force that is what, how we are actually alive <clears throat> and here. Um, that's just how I understand it personally. Um, and then to Kevin's point, I mean, that's the great stuff and the not great stuff um, that happens in your life. I think God leads us, you know, to all of that. Um, so, so when I, I did this exercise <clears throat> a couple of years ago where I was thinking about my life and I was thinking about all the things, like all the things that have happened in my life um, that were big deal things, like a divorce, moving, you know, <clears throat> to another country, changing a job all that kind of stuff. And I was, so then what I did is I, next to each thing that was a big deal. And some of those big deal things just happened to me. And some of those big deal things I tried to make happen and they did. And I thought, okay, so where did that come from? And so like a move to Italy, that totally came from an impulse. And so I'll say for my heart, because I heard of it, my heart kind of blew up and I'm like, I'm going to go do that. And then there was another decision that was a big deal, which was to be in a certain industry. I really wanted it and I made it happen. And I'm like, well, where did that come from? And it was totally from my head. So I had this series of events and then I had either, I drew a little head next to the thing or a heart next to the thing. And I noticed that everything that had a heart next to it, it, I I had had the experience and it was a great, it actually was a good experience, even if there was hard stuff in it and everything that had the head next to it, I got it. And it actually is a thing that didn't actually pan out. It didn't pan out sustainably as a good thing for me. And so, so my point in kind of connecting to what Bill said earlier is those things that came from the heart were impulses. They're very strong impulses or compulsions do this. And um, that's where it came from. It wasn't a thoughtful cerebral thing. And, um, and that is where I feel like, um, so, you know, the jury's out for me still. I don't totally understand Holy Spirit. Uh, There's much to learn, but I do think it is a force that is always here. And then you're either connecting to it, you're listening to it, 
you know, or you're, you're not, you're willfully resisting it or willfully choosing something, you know, that your ego self thinks is the better thing to do. So, um, that's, that's just my share. You know, I, I just, that's how I'm understanding and relating to Holy spirit in my life. <clears throat> awesome. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. Both of you so far for sharing. I am loving this. I'm really, yeah, we're, I'm going to keep for the sake of time. I'm going to keep this rolling. Um, uh, but beautiful shares, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we are next up. We have Yolanda. Yolanda, you're up. So um, we're talking about the Holy Spirit and how he moves uh, in our lives. For me, there is a definite prompting. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, it's like, you know, like I know when something's wrong and when something is, is, is right. Um, uh, the, one of the examples I can give is that um, there was this guy that had lived in my building and I really liked him a lot. I was actually willing <laughs> to do anything. I was willing to give myself to him, even though um, it, would have, it would have been outside of marriage. I, I felt and sensed him telling me no when I was in his apartment one day. And uh, I didn't want to listen, but he protected me, <laughs> even though I wasn't wanting to listen. And uh, next thing I know, they they move. <laughs> so um, that was just one example um, of him. Another example is when um, I clearly, uh, when when my when my birth mom passed away, I remember him letting me know that he was going to take her home, and I knew it was going to be between Palm Sunday and Easter. And she died Good Friday. You know, he didn't give me a specific time, but he gave me that window. And so I was the only one in the family that that was ready and knew that. Those are ways that uh, I, I, my examples of how I know that he is speaking to me um, and showing me things and uh, protecting me. He's also the comforter, and uh, yeah, that is that is a wonderful. <laughs> wonderful way when he comforts um it's hard to explain how he comforts but you know it like you have a peace you have a calm even sometimes when you're crying you can still have that peace i was going to share something yeah go for uh, it like in, in light of um like uh we were talking about uh, ephesians the um, first chapter one was it 14 14 and 15 and 15 and 14 um, 13, 14. Yeah, 15%. Uh, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And that's what he does. He draws us closer to Christ. Well, that's why I wanted to share. Awesome. Thank awesome. you. Yeah. Thank you so much, Yolanda. Beautiful. Yeah. Tiffany. Oh, that was from first Peter. That was, I'm sorry. That was from first Peter two, nine. First, first Peter two, nine. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Thank you much. 
And Tiffany, you are up. What does the Holy Spirit, what is your understanding of the Holy Spirit and what does that mean to you? I think much of what Yolanda said about the way he leads you and directs you. Um, me personally, <laughs> I will ask him questions or um, have prayers. And Yolanda and I have had this happen time and time again together because we've done several Bible studies together. And we will have questions like this morning, I said to her, let's look at this verse and what does this mean and what does that mean? And it's referring to the role of the Holy Spirit. And she's like, oh, the podcast. <laughs> So here we are. So I see how he leads us and he illuminates the scriptures in order to, you know, speak and, um, and to walk through things. Um, in my life, he also seems to have like themes, like for example, uh, for the, about the last month, um, I've been thinking about God and how God is light and in him there's no darkness and about how he's Emmanuel. And it seems that, um, Many of the things that I'm seeing in church or uh, chosen or um, in conversations with other believers, I'm having the same theme about God's light and his and versus darkness. And it's just really neat that to me, he, he like he reveals things, but he doesn't always reveal them at the exact same time that I understand them. It's like a, a little puzzle where he, I mean, he does prompt me, as you guys were saying, like there's a definite uh, go or say, or, you know, there's things that he says, um, that are immediate, but a lot of the times it's like a conversation, um, where I am understanding little bits of things, um, over the course of time. And I have experienced where he's given me words, um, you know, he says, um, in the gospels, you know, that he'll give you words to say. And I've experienced that where it's like, wait, I don't understand that but now I kind of do. <laughs> so um, in John, it talks on John 16, it says that he leads us into truth and he convicts us regarding sin and basically explains to us the things that um, like the, the heart and understanding of God and he seals us. And one of my questions was to Yolanda, John the Baptist was something that um, was, I was looking at in scripture because it says that he was filled from the womb. And my question is, if he was filled, what does it mean to be sealed versus filled? So do you guys have thoughts on that? Or maybe this isn't the appropriate time. That's just what I wanted to talk about. Can you repeat that? You said, um, what, what's, what's, repeat that question. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so in Luke, it says that John the Baptist was filled from the womb. Um, and so having read through Ephesians, you guys were talking about that today. Um, it says that the Holy Spirit seals us until the day of redemption. So that at salvation, we're sealed. Um, but I've often wondered, in the womb, John the Baptist was filled. And he left when um, Mary was in his presence. And so I was wondering, this was what I was asking Yolanda before the podcast, um, what is the difference between being filled and being sealed, or are they the same? So I was actually just reading this either last night or this morning. Uh, and um, so my understanding of the, of the answer to that is that in, um, so when we accept Christ as our Savior, uh, we're born again, right, uh, as, as John describes. And 
when we're born again, um, that's a regeneration. Uh, we, we, are, we are regenerated. And that is the point in time where we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. And we are uh, um, in the seal. The concept of the seal is, is that now we're tagged. You know, it's kind of like a, a branding almost uh, where, where it is, uh, this is one of mine. You know, this is one of mine. And, uh, and that's why this conversation is unique to, to believers, that the believers of Christ, uh, an unbeliever, a person that does not believe in Christ does not get the, the seal of the Holy Spirit uh, for that very reason. And then the filling, and that's a one-time thing, that it, it happens at the time of your regeneration, you're, you are sealed. Then you are filled throughout life in different points in time. So that's a seal is a one-time thing, but being filled by the Holy Spirit can occur multiple times and refilled. Uh, 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 and that is uh, now the point about uh, the being in the womb, right? And being filled. I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's, that's an interesting angle. I hadn't, I never thought about that. Yeah. Cause I, I, I completely agree with what you just said. It just always makes me, um, wonder like okay so it's by grace through faith that anyone is saved but here we have this little baby who has the holy spirit within him from his mother's womb and so i've often pondered that and wondered like he was filled and then i think about the role of the holy spirit in the old testament versus the new testament is it different because we know that um david was asking in Psalm 51 for the spirit not to leave him. And I know right. that once a believer is sealed, they're sealed until the day of redemption, which means he can't lose the spirit. You know, it, it is like a branding. It's a, it's an adoption. It's taking you out of one home and putting you or taking you out of one um, family and putting you into the family of light, which then, um, right. yeah, it's a complete difference. So, um, these are just the things that I've been pondering. <laughs> so if y'all have any thoughts. Well, 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 Saul, right. So, you know, going back to David, so Saul before him, um, if you read back a little bit earlier, um, then, um, you know, Saul was the first king, right. And he was filled, he was filled with the spirit and, and it, it speaks to that. Um, and then he, it, it was the, the Samuel comes to him and says, all right, the, you know, God is leaving you, right? He wasn't, Saul was being disobedient um, uh, in the sense that he didn't, he didn't do a sacrifice the way that God asked him to. And there, I think there was something else that he did that. Um, and so, uh, so Samuel basically said, okay, the Holy Spirit's leaving you and, and you need to step down as king and let David be the new king. And Saul, of course, didn't do that. Um, that's another example of that. And there's a few, I think there are a few others, um, but that's the one that just comes to my mind immediately. Uh, yeah. 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 So, and, and I was thinking, as you were talking, I was thinking, I'm just riffing with you here, but the, the little baby, you know, John, the bat, he was in the womb. So the mother, right. right? You know, the, right. the, the, blood, the blood of the mother, right. That's how is he getting his energy and how is he getting, he's getting it from his mother. So he could be filled in theory. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, he's filled by the Holy Spirit because his mother's filled with the Holy Spirit, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I don't, I don't speak scripture. Like, so that's, I, I speak a little bit differently, but so the way this all makes sense to me is that, so I believe knowing is in the body. Like knowing is not in the head. You just know, and you even uh, started that way. 
And so did Yolanda, like you just know, you don't know how you just feel it. So to me, knowing is in the body. And so when you're sealed they're, they're, that's a knowing now, like, you know, like you're adopted or what, you know, all these different metaphors. Like, so I know what I know now. I know that I am, you know, that Christ is my savior or God is with me. The Holy Spirit is real. When, once you have your moment and it happens one time, like Kevin said, now, you know, and knowing is in the body. So now it's sealed. You know that the Holy Spirit is real or it's with you or it has you, whatever. So to me, we'll call that a state of consciousness. Like you're aware. So now you're plugged in, you're connected. So then you live with that awareness or that knowing and it guides you. Whereas if you don't know it, um, and then you don't, right? Um, and then, um, and so that's this difference that Kevin's saying about your, that's what sets you apart as a follower of Christ or a believer of Christ. But then the Saul story, when you said that, I'm like, oh, well, when somebody said the Holy Spirit is no longer with you, I mean, just think if a parent says to a child, I no longer love you, that drains something out of that child, that, that takes away a, a knowing that child had of once I was loved and now I'm not, and that would change the child's state of consciousness. I'm just thinking with the Saul thing that, that, that could be, you know, I, I don't know the story. So anyway, I just want to say that I, I think there is a, when you know, then it changes your under, your consciousness, your understanding, your perspective, all of that. And who you are, basically, bottom line, who you are and where you come from. Yeah. And then, Tiffany, what, uh, you know, just to kind of lead off what Laura was saying, you know, there's, there's also this idea of, you know, external to us versus internal to us. And that's another neat thing about the Holy Spirit is that it's inside us, right? It's, 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 um, you know, when we talk about being sealed, Right. We kind of think of that as an external thing, you know, being marked on us versus when we're filled, it's an internal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just riffing with you. I, mm-hmm. I really, uh, you know, I, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. And and that's my that would be my my feedback for you. I don't know what anyone else has. Well, uh, I, I, I would say uh, you got to be mindful of w- what other people say to you, especially like a complete stranger. In my life, um, during my uh, bipolar mania, Holy Spirit episodes is what I call them. I've had a, uh, you got to have eyes to see and ears to hear. And uh, God talks about that in the Bible all the time. Uh, And he's the maker of that. So when someone says something to you and it's like from left field and like, well, why did you say that? That makes no sense. You should definitely uh, internalize that, uh, meditate on it and talk to God. And I'm always very aware when I'm having the Holy spirit episode. And, uh, I've had some amazing, uh, (laughs) um, uh, people that I knew and complete strangers say things to me that greatly impacted me. And I'm very thankful, uh, that, uh, uh, Holy spirit that was in those people, uh, communicated with my Holy spirit. And uh, we're all a network, you know, so keep that in mind. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Anyone else on this before we move on? This is fantastic. But that's thank you for the question, Tiffany. That's um, love it. That's where that's uh, what today's all about. Um, so we're going to continue on. We've got MJ up next. What does the Holy Spirit, what does that mean to you? Um, and talk to us. 
Well, I've, I've gotten branded twice. I have one that says eat at Joe's and the other one says made in the USA. Yeah. Those are on my biceps. Is that, is that what we're talking about being branded? <laughs> no, that's not it. Okay. Well, um, in the, uh, in the book of revelation, it talks about how, uh, the remaining believers will receive a seal until the coming of Christ. So, I mean, uh, I always, uh, that's special on my heart and, um, it's, uh, you know, that's pretty amazing. So, yeah, don't open till Christmas. <laughs> so anywho, um, yeah, this is a great topic with, you know, God's spirit. Um, you know, I've always known it as energy as, you know, the wind, the breath of, of the Lord speaking to me, you know, kind of like Joseph, you know, he, he had, um, through, you know, his be, being able to, uh, decipher dreams and tell, you know, uh, the Pharaoh about, you know, what his dreams meant and all that, that was all the Holy Spirit speaking to him, you know, um, the prophets, you know, Jeremiah would always say, says the Lord, you know, uh, you've got Isaiah and all his prophecies, you know, that's all Holy Spirit stuff. Well, Mike, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, God says, I will come to you in your dreams and I will speak to you in the thunder and lightning, you know? So, I mean, uh, that's very powerful. And uh, you're so right about Joseph being able to interpret his dreams because, you know, God does reveal stuff to us. And communicates with us when our subconscious is free to focus on him. So that's all I got. Right. And then in the book of Acts, you know, talking about speaking in tongues and all the things that those disciples were, had the ability to do um, just because the Holy Spirit had come upon them. And, you know, and, and that's what Jesus said, you know, I, I, you know, I have to leave. The comforter's coming for you. You know, I can't stay. I have to go back. And but you have the other part um, that will always be here. It's always been here. It was. It was here from the very beginning of everything. You know, is this Holy Spirit? And like I was talking with Kevin earlier before we started recording the podcast, it just. I just got the revelation recently of the, you know, it, it's a he, it's a him, you know, it, it, it's not a thing. Uh, it's a spirit of him, of our Lord, God almighty. And he is the comforter. Uh, he was sent, you know, to convict us of our sins. You know, that's what the Holy Spirit's all about. He will speak to you, you know, um, during this when you're sinning and all that and if you're tuned in like bill was just saying you figure it out it's like oh man i am like messing this whole thing up but he he confirms it the holy spirit confirms that you've been adopted by this family this this great god family that is here and always here for all of us and you know that's what the provision is you know um I like the part about, you know, when you're praying, he gets what you're trying to pray for. 
he knows, you know, uh, the whole idea of when you're throwing your prayers out there and you're not saying it the right way and all that. Pray as as we ought. Uh, he he knows that he knows that what you need and what you're praying for, you just got to throw it out there and let him let him take care of you. And I don't know, Holy Spirit, it's just oh. I, I feel him right now with us. You know, I, I'm feeling him right now as I'm speaking because I'm trying to say the things that are heavy on my heart and um, I should just kind of relax a little bit and let him speak here because, you know, speaking in tongues is an interesting one. I don't know how many, how many of you guys speak in tongues? Do we have somebody else who can speak in tongues on, on this podcast? I did at one time. Um, it's a, is something that um, the Lord sometimes allows you to have. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that it's like, a, it's a special language um, in the, the spirit realm. And if you're blessed to understand what it is that you're saying, that's a, that's a blessing too. And um, I'll just throw one more quick thing out there. Um, it, Jesse Duplantis is a very interesting, um, I love watching him. He, he just, he riles me up. So if you ever get a chance to watch uh, on YouTube, watch the Jesse Duplantis uh, testimony. And um, there's some things in there that are just, it, 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 it is really uplifting for what we're talking about today. So I'll leave it at that and go back to awesome Angie here. You know, it's funny when you said speak in tongues. Um, I've played with it in the past. Um, and it was interesting because when we had our dog, Austin, um, I'd speak in tongues to him and he'd, he'd perk up, he'd listen, he'd look at me. <laughs> so I, that's, that was probably my most memorable tongue speaking experience. Um, yeah, well, well, moving on, Bill, <laughs> you're, you're up. Holy Spirit, what is, uh, thank you for your shares so far, Bill. Anything else you want to add? Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you, Angie. I appreciate that. I had a mute, of course, when I was talking. Um, I mean, I <laughs> I probably have uh, the most personal and the most experiences with the Holy Spirit, with God himself, uh, with Jesus. And uh, um, it is overwhelming. Um and uh, sometimes it's so overwhelming that I end up in the hospital and I, you know, uh, they won't let you leave until you take their pills. And um, that's, you know, you're kind of a guinea pig and uh, they're trying to, you know, get the uh, Holy Spirit calmed down. It'll never leave you uh, because we're children of God, but get it to a point where um, I can be able to function in society. And I think there's probably a, a couple different intensities of the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, one is uh, we're all born with the Spirit, whether we're going to hell or whether we're going to heaven, uh, we have that Spirit. Um, then uh, um, as you progress and have life experiences, uh, I believe you're uh, communication level with the Holy Spirit is elevated uh, 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 to a point where maybe consciously you're aware of it and you're thinking about that. 
And well, what does that mean? Why did that person say that to me? Or I just saw something and I get those thunderbolts, like my acronyms for Honda CRV, you know, Christ returns victoriously. I mean, it was a thunderbolt, you know, and I'm driving around and that was my first car that I ever sold at the Honda dealership was a CRV. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, looking back, connecting the dots, as the doctor says I do, uh, Bill, you're very good at that. You connect all the dots, but you got to be careful with who you share because most people won't believe you. They'll think you're crazy. And uh, that's personal for you. And then I'm like, I reply, well, aren't Christians supposed to share their experiences to enhance other believers belief and help them in their journey by sharing? And, uh, you know, the doctor really didn't have a comeback for that. And uh, all she said is just be careful with who you share it with. And uh, then I believe that once you read the Bible, God's, you know, basic instructions before leaving earth, as Yolanda would say, and um, there's going to be another level of communication with the Holy Spirit because, and I don't want anyone to take this wrong, but in my eyes and my experiences, you are now worthy uh, to be known in the kingdom of God. And it says, whatever is loosed on earth, it's going to be loosed in heaven. Whatever is loosed in heaven, it's going to be loosed on earth. And, um, you know, I think we just really live at an amazing time. And, uh, uh, you know, God is real and there and communicates with us. And uh, he's in the physical. He's in the spiritual. He dwells in both dimensions at the same time, whether you want to believe that or not. And, uh, you know, he's going to put uh, people in your life to make your spirit stronger and uh, to help you accomplish your goals and your dreams. And uh, the messages from the Holy Spirit, <laughs> I mean, they are intense and uh, they are life changing most of the time and uh, put you on a course, uh, as Kevin would say, uh, looking for the path that we're supposed to be on. You know what? I was talking to a guy the other day, and his name is Joe. And I was like, Joe, do you want to know what's coming? Or don't you want to be surprised once in a while? And he's like, well, I want to be surprised. What fun is there in knowing what's coming if you're not surprised once in a while? Get a little rise in your emotions. Be it sad, be it, be it happy. Uh, I mean, there's a happy cry. Sometimes we cry because we're so happy. You know, I don't think people think about that. They just think when someone's crying, they're crying because they're sad or, you know, somebody passed away or something bad happened to them. I mean, I truly, I, I cry when, when good things happen to me because I'm so thankful that, you know, uh, God is answering my prayer. And <laughs> well, just last week, it was uh, Tuesday and I said a prayer and I was like, God, I was like, uh, take your spirit and please move my customer to do this, to go forward, because it's real. It's going to happen. It's going to help him. And most importantly, it'll help me. The very next day in less than 24 hours, my client called me and said, I'm going to do it the first week of January and move forward. I was, I was crying. I was so happy uh, for two things. One, I was being blessed. And number two, God answered my prayer. And that was, you know, I believe uh, the Holy Spirit communicating between all three of us. And he happens to be a Jew. <laughs> and I'm a Christian, you know, and uh, aren't the Gentiles supposed to uh, bring uh, salvation to the Jews? I think so.
And uh, because we're already believers, they're still uh, waiting for the Messiah, which uh, the airplane's just flown over their head. They didn't hear anything. And that's okay. Uh, we still love them. They're still God's chosen people. And um, I'm so thankful just when I get a little, I mean, to me, that's the Holy Spirit work. And that's, you know, me communicating with God, God communicating with another person, another person calling me and telling me the answer I want to hear. And, uh, you know, and then that's God answering prayer. And, you know, so, I mean, the Holy Spirit is definitely real. And uh, I mean, I probably, I probably got a year's worth of material just telling stories and I call them Holy Spirit walks or journeys. And uh, I've definitely experienced and uh, I've felt the evil spirit before on some of my uh, Holy Spirit journeys uh, trying to stop me or um, I could just feel like it was eminent and looming and something bad was going to happen. And uh, then I've had this Holy Spirit journeys where I was uh, um, to tell what God wanted me and had in my heart to tell people whether they wanted to hear it or not. And then I've had personal Holy Spirit journeys where God was revealing to me my path and who I am and uh, what I'm supposed to do. And uh, they are uh, very, very impactful and moving. And, uh, you know, I understand when most people um, that experience on a level that I experienced it end up in the hospital. I've had seven years of being free of the hospital to two things, uh, marijuana and a medicine called Latuda. And um, I still experience the Holy Spirit, but it's on a level that most people can tolerate and uh, not freak out or get scared or are angry at what I say because I choose my words very carefully. And um, so um, I'm very thankful for that. But I mean, once in a while, I mean, there's probably times uh, I, I should be in the hospital, but the next day, you know, I just, uh, I won't do anything. I'll just sleep in and uh, try to relax and, um, you know, let it subside and and be like, okay, God, I'll get to it. Just, <laughs> you know, let it go this time, you know, let me, uh, you know, get my, get my self and spirit back and, uh, you know, let's communicate on a, on a better level. And uh, he usually does that. But when he picks you, you got to remember, God does choose us too, as well as we choose him. It's a two-way street. But when he wants to use you for something, there's really nothing that you're going to be able to do to stop it. <laughs> so you might as well just get on your knees, say, yes, I accept your challenge and uh, get it over with. That's the way I like to look at it. But uh, I, I love that you uh, have learned how the Holy Spirit works in your life. Um, cause, because you experience at such an extreme level than most people, um, it's... It's really, it's really awesome, Bill, that you have been able to hone into that point of just surrendering to it. That was actually on my notes to point out is um, getting to that point of surrendering to it, allowing the Holy Spirit to work through you. Like you said, you can't even stop it if <laughs> no, <laughs> when he's mean, really wanting to get something done. No, you really can't. And this, the, the, one of the uh, best things that I've really experienced is 
other people that have the spirit and they share with me usually it's a stranger and all of a sudden we're talking about god or this or that or uh i remember i was doing one spirit walk in tennessee where i walked 22 miles without stopping and uh i stopped at a chiropractor doctor's office or whatever and this lady had never seen me in my life and um she must have been spirit filled because when I said, uh, she's like, what would you like? I was like, I'd like a glass of water, please. She was like, sure, no problem. So she went and got the water and then she came back to me and she said, I wish I had your determination, whatever that means. Um, you know, cause I am a champion. I'm a warrior and you know, whatever God does want me to do, I'm, I'm going to do. And, uh, it might even affect other Christians and spiritual people because they're like, well, that doesn't reflect my God, what you're saying. All I can say is I'm sorry you're uneducated and you probably haven't read the Bible cover to cover and you probably don't know how God really was in the Old Testament, which was pretty wrathful. And also, uh, that's why I do this podcast. And I'm so thankful for everyone on here and the new people and everyone that's out listening is, you know, if you seek, you shall find. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. Yay. Well, thank you all for, I just love how it's to me like the Holy spirit. It just, he manifests in each of us in unique ways. And I love hearing these stories of how, you know, and the journeys, cause it is a journey. It's like, it's a relationship. So when you first meet someone, you know, you don't know them real well and you have to ask questions to get to know someone and you know absolutely yeah and you know and it takes time to like nurture and cultivate a relationship with a person and that's the holy spirit same thing asking good questions thank you tiffany for opening up great dialogue and then all of you you guys all brought great great um content and information to this um podcast today and i i so appreciate each one of your your viewpoints your experiences and i just i thank you for that i might my tagline is, yeah, I go with the name Awesome Angie, um, and I, I love my tagline because it's, I honor the awesomeness in all of you. And to me, that means the Holy Spirit in you. I'm honoring that. And um, that's really where the root of that comes from. And it, it's kind of a nice filter because if people can't handle that, <laughs> I don't need to talk to them, or maybe I do, or however it works out, it it's a conversation starter. So um, um, we are going to wrap this up and um, we're definitely going to continue this conversation and uh, explore some really fun questions around the Holy Spirit in upcoming episodes. So thank you all once again, all God's people said. Amen. 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> So if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. 
Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.